What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Wednesday. Max, what's going on? In a shocking turn of events, Antonio Brown is suing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for wrongful dismissal, trying to force him to play while injured, trying to get money for his surgery and, and money owed. I am shocked by that, guys. I did not see that coming at all. Antonio Brown has never done such a thing to any other team that has dismissed him. <laughs> What's going on? So I'm, I'm shocked by this. Six Panther, are you shocked? Oh, how, would, how would you like to be Antonio Brown's lawyer? Like, all right, my client wants to file this shit show and I'm going to get paid. But we don't stand a chance in hell of winning this thing. If it even were to get that far, I think a judge might slap this down. We've got so much. We could probably skip sports betting altogether. We've got so much shit to talk about. And uh, I guess we're going to do dive dick first into the Hall of Fame, Max. Yeah, listen, the, the, uh, the Hall of Fame of one this year. The baseball writers, they cast their ballots like they do every year and Lo and behold, David Ortiz is the last man standing. He will be the, the sole mm. entry into the Hall of Fame. A man who uh, maybe played position, what, I don't know, a tenth of his career, if that. I mean, he was the DH of DHs. Um, you, it's it's interesting, too, because I, I was reading some stuff about David Ortiz. And, um, uh, you know, his regular season war, if you're looking in, into that, is, is not very high because he, he – didn't play a position. He had no positional value whatsoever. Uh, but, you know, as a DH, one of the best DHs ever. And then when you look at his postseason war, though, without playing a position, <laughs> one of the better ones. So, uh, you know, it's hard to argue that David Ortiz as a DH, the DH has been a position for, what, 50 years now? It's been, it's, it's been in the league God, for a while, a, right? Been, yeah. The 70s doesn't seem like it was 50 years ago. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So 50 years ago, <laughs> Panther, uh, when, when Panther was born, uh, the, the DH came came around. So, I mean, it's been a position that's acknowledged and he was one of the better ones. So if you're looking at Hall of Fame, yeah, I think he belongs there. But I think there's a lot to kind of dissect here. Not only the guys that didn't get in, but how do you get into the Hall of Fame? It's not just statistics. 
it's it's actually being nice to the fucking reporters, the guys that are voting here, right? I mean, you got to be a jovial, nice guy that gives a good interview because all the fucking guys that are being held out, um, other than the steroid thing, they just weren't likable, right? I mean, uh, think of the most unlikable baseball player in recent memory, Barry Bonds. So if Barry Bonds was this jovial, happy fucking David Ortiz guy with the same statistics and got caught up in the steroids, oh, well, you know. And, and the funny thing is, and I think I said this in the pre-show to you, Barry Bonds never failed a steroid test. While an active player, he never did it. Under the cloud of suspicion. And, and you know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it was there. But the, this fucking guy was a Hall of Famer before he started taking steroids. I say the same argument about Clemens as well. These guys were Hall of Famers before they allegedly started taking steroids, right? We don't know when at that point in time is. I can assume with uh, Clemens it was right around the time he became a Toronto Blue Jay, right? His his resurgence. Um, but these guys were Hall of Famers beforehand. So, I listen, here you go, guys, baseball players. Cheat, do steroids, do whatever the fuck you want. Just be nice to the writers, and then you'll get in. <laughs> Panther, any thoughts? Yeah. No, <laughs> just real quick, quick, if you're watching at home, I have it highlighted. Barry Bonds' off- O-War, his uh, offensive wins above replacement, 12, 12.4, 11.8, 11.5. 11. 11.5 11. uh, games that's above. That's insane. Yeah, 11 games above replacement player, Panther. No, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, no, and, and, you know, Barry Bonds, it just it just goes – I mean, the biggest thing about him is the one game where there's bases loaded, Barry Bonds comes to the plate, and the manager's like, yeah, we're just going to walk him. Just just walk the run in. We'll, we'd better just give up one than give up four. Um, you know, Barry Bonds, when he was in San Francisco, was literally just a, a man among boys. He was clearly better. He had more – walks than he had hits in a season um he, he was just a statistical nightmare but to max's point he was a 40 40 guy one of what i think there's four of them he was one of 40 40 guys uh in pittsburgh before any of this steroid speculation started and as far as the steroids go I think there's no doubt he was he was taking something testosterone or whatever but everybody was doing it it wasn't like there was just like a handful of guys Everybody was doing it. And the guy that I thought was good to the media, was good to the fans, the guy that stands out to me is Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa essentially saved baseball with their little home run duel. And this guy was taking something you can walk into general nutrition right now and buy creatine right off the shelf. He wasn't even doing anything illegal. He admitted it. And they still blackball him. So I have a, I really have a problem with these pretentious moral supremacist, you know, beat writers <laughs> who probably never swung a bat in their fucking lives. And and the prob, the biggest problem is not only are people starting to not care, the players themselves are starting not to care. Schilling's like, take me off the boat. I don't even give a fuck anymore. Clemens like, I didn't play because I wanted to get in the hall. I played for the game, the fans, the community, blah, blah, blah. They're starting to not care. And that is going to end up being an indictment on the entire Hall of Fame process. Mm. Well, Max, I think, hit the nail on the head. Uh, Bud Selig legalized drugs. He legalized drugs in baseball. He basically said, we're going to look the other way. Didn't directly say it, but definitely indirectly said it. We're going to legalize drugs. Whatever you guys do, we don't care. We're going to prop you up 
as faces of the league. We're 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 gonna we're gonna lead you front and center. ESPN's gonna play all your home runs every night on Sports Center. That's back when they used to mean something. And yeah, we're just we're gonna look the other way. And Bug Seelig is in the fucking Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's amazing when when, when you can uh, do that and, and then have the Fall Guys, uh, you know, for you, right? It's, and it's that's always shit always rolls downhill. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I mean, just to fast forward, fucking Carlos Beltran can't get a job in, in Major League Baseball right now. Mm. Alex Cora came back, almost got his team to the World Series. Uh, yeah, the fucking Houston Astros, you know, almost won the World Series again. And and Beltran, the fucking guy on the bottom of the goddamn totem pole in that whole fucking thing, is like, yeah, well, sorry, Beltran, shit out of luck. Uh, and, and that's that's usually how it goes. And I think uh, looking at the future, right? Because there still is a chance for these guys to get in. I think Schilling's still on the ballot for. Uh, I think it was only um, the two guys that dropped off, right? It was it was Bonds and Clemens. They dropped off. I think Schilling is still on for one more year, maybe. I don't know. E- either way, like th- these guys can come off the ballot, not get in. Uh, there, there is the today's uh, baseball committee that gets to you know kind of look at players who didn't get cat you know voted in during their uh, voting um, uh, time, and. You know, there's some clamoring about possibly Keith Hernandez, which just fucking shocks me that he's not in the Hall of Fame. But I digress. Uh, There's, you know, a lot of, you know, potential for some of these guys to get in. Now, typically what happens is um, they'll look at guys who statistically aren't quite there, but they they meant something to the game. So they'll bring them in. It's almost going to be the opposite with these guys. Statistically, there's no brainer that all all of these guys should be in the Hall of Fame. Every single one of them should be in the Hall of Fame statistically. So uh, this today's committee is going to have to like really figure out, okay, when do we just stop caring about this? And part of that's going to be as the the baseball writers are dying or retiring or whatever, and the the crop is getting younger and younger, it does seem like they are turning a blind eye. They don't fucking care anymore. But I think they're still all very spiteful. Right, they're still all just like this, this, this little you know, bros club of we're gonna we're gonna write about baseball, yeah, you know. And I think none of these guys get in while they're alive. That is my that is my gut reaction here. Is Pete Rose will eventually be put back in when he's dead. Clemens Bonds, they'll be dead because they don't want them to enjoy being in the Hall of Fame. They don't want them to have that accolade while they're alive. They'll put them in eventually when they're in the ground. Well, Pete will set up a signing station right outside the Hall of Fame if he gets in. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I think Pete might fake his fucking death to get in and then come back and start signing autographs again from the grave. Well, and that and that, but that goes to my point. If they were to let him in, they, they let the t- 10 years elapse. So they get him in later, while, let's assume, while they're alive. Clemens and you know the, um, the, these guys, Bonds, they're so pissed about this whole process they'd probably just give you two birds up and be like, I'm not coming. Fuck you. And, and I think if they did it posthumously that um, the, the families would be like, whatever, it means nothing now. And that's my problem with what they're doing. They're taking away the meaning of what these players did when it was meaningful and basically saying, eh, it doesn't mean anything now. And then they're going to try and do it later. Like at that point, it really means nothing. The, the outcry from the fans, it's going to be the fans is got to be, to really throw these writers under the bus. This is all about the writers. Everybody knows what the fuck they did, but I'll, I'll quote Colin Cowherd, who, who's, I've, I've used to listen to him for you know a decade. But one of the things that he said that I really totally agree with is, you can't, if you can't tell the story of the game without these names, 
then they're Hall of Famers. You can't talk about baseball without Barry Bonds, Pete Rose, Roger Clemens, Mark McGuire, Alex Rodriguez. Those Kurt Schilling, listen, listen. You can what say what you, you can say. What, yeah, exactly. You can say what you will. Anything that Kurt Schilling has said over the past 10 years, you can disagree or, or whatever. You know, that should not hold him out of the Hall of Fame. That bloody sock is in the Hall of Fame. The sock <laughs> itself is in the fucking Hall of Fame, and this guy isn't. The foot doesn't matter. Yeah, it's just the sock. It's <laughs> just the sock. The sock. Yeah, and, and that's my point. You know he's a Hall of Famer. Everybody knows these guys are Hall of Famers. So basically now you're just an asshole. And, and that's why like, you, you writers, this little association, this clique, you're all fucking assholes. And they're afraid, and they're afraid of 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 Terrell Owens, right? Like when when Terrell Owens got into the Hall of Fame, and he's like, "Fuck you guys! You, the media treated me like shit. I'm supposed to like thank you." My statistics, the body of work that I put on the field, says I'm a Hall of Famer. You fucking assholes who are writing about it, you don't. You you don't, you you can sit at every game, and you can watch, and you can fill in your little fucking box scores, and you can look at the stats, and you can do all that fucking shit, and write your little articles, but you're not on the goddamn field trying to win games. All of these guys were, and all of them put up insane statistics. And I keep going back to the fact is, Bonds, Clemens were Hall of Famers statistically before any of the steroid stuff happened. So how about you look at that? How about you look at them? How about you guess? Because, I mean, uh, Clemens did did eventually fail a test, maybe. I'm, I'm trying to remember here. Clemens actually ended up failing a test. I can't even remember if these guys actually fucking failed a test while playing. I think I think he misremembered, too. Uh, yeah, everyone misremembered, yes. I misremembered for sure. But anyway, you guess on when they started taking steroids because they never failed the test. And then from that point backwards, look at their statistics. They still make the Hall of Fame. No, com- completely agree. Even with Alex Rodriguez, he was a Hall of Famer in Seattle and Texas before he even got to New York when the probably the steroids started. I'm, it's all guesswork. It's all guesswork yeah, yeah. for us at this point. That's that's a problem. And and so if you're just going to guess, then you just say, okay, well, I don't have enough information to say that this guy shouldn't be in. I got to look at the body of work. That's a, it just it it really does irk me. It really fucking irks me. And I don't even like Barry Bonds. I fucking hated that son of a bitch. Oh, Every, yeah. like honestly, he's a fucking scumbag and a half. But I mean, he's he's one of the best baseball players I ever watched on the field. On like, unbelievable. On offense, on offense. Yes, yes. yes. I remember watching that poor Netflix. giant center fielder. He had to work so hard <laughs> to cover Barry Bonds. <laughs> He he belongs in the Hall of Fame. Whatever right. center field that they had for a decade belongs in the Hall of Fame. Bonds don't chase balls, man. Come on. Uh, all right. Hey, uh, let's take a quick break. I think we're going to talk about Odds Jam today, developed by Stanford engineers. Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify mathematically profitable betting opportunities. Those are some fancy words, Arch. There are some fancy words. What Odds Jam likes to do, one of the things they like to do is compare – your book versus the sharpest book in the world. And you can find positive expected value if your book is sleeping a little bit or maybe offers you a better number than what the sharpest sports book in the world does. You can do that. Or they'll they'll track steam movements so you can uncover some maybe some arbitrage opportunities by, between a few books. You got a line shop though, right? You got a line shop. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're not line shopping, then then you're not you're not sports betting right. Uh, so seriously, Odds Jam, they have the fastest real-time data 
as Arch mentioned, spots discrepancies between these different books. Profits can average 3% every single day. I mean, how how many of you sports bettors out there are making 3% every day? I don't know, but OddsJam helps you do that, and there's no catch whatsoever. It's just the smartest betting software on the market. Get used to winning with OddsJam. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, Visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. All right, NBA. Not so kind yesterday to us, but. Um, no. No, uh, it's funny too. This is uh, both uh, Arch and I jumped on the uh, the live betting line of the Celtics. Uh, Celtics went up uh, twenty points very early in the game, and I was able to get plus seventeen and a half. I was like, "There's no fucking way the Celtics are going to win by fucking <laughs> seventeen and a half points." Uh, what was the Panther? 50, 55? How correct you were? Yeah, it was like fifty-five yeah. points. Yeah. There's no chance. No chance it would stay there. <laughs> no, no. Uh, let's talk Charlotte, Indiana. Listen, I missed on Charlotte yesterday. I am very. Oh. Very confident in betting them today. Okay, I'm, I'm somewhat confident. I'm a little confident in betting them today. Not very, very confident. Uh, Indy, of course, still dealing with a ton of injuries for Charlotte. Uh, only really Gordon Hayward. They're pretty healthy right now. Hayward's the only one on the injury list for them. Uh, coming off this back-to-back, yeah, they probably be a little bit gassed today, but I expect them to put in a solid effort. They want to avoid that three-game losing streak. Uh, Indy. Similarly, we'll try to avoid a three-game losing streak after suffering road losses to Phoenix and New Orleans. But you know what's happening. You know what's happening with the Pacers. They're returning home after a long road trip. Did not fare well for the Rockets yesterday, by the way. 30 points. I missed that one. It was so close. (laughs) I was on on the Rockets. It was was Uh, right there. (laughs) You guys got to remember, I was almost going to money line the Rockets, and I was like, nope, Spurs can't do it. Uh, for today, listen, I like the Hornets again. I think they get the win. I think they, they break this little uh, losing streak they're on. So a $10 money line bet on Charlotte. 
Yeah, I'm in complete agreement here. Indiana's still banged up. There's still no Sabonis, still no Turner, no Malcolm Brogdon. Harris LeVert is doing everything he can to carry this team, but it's just not enough. Charlotte will have the best player on the floor with LaMelo Ball. I think they do rebound uh, from that double-digit thumping yesterday to Toronto. And so I'm in agreement here. I am also going to take the Hornets here for $10. What are you taking, Panther? Money line or spread? Um, I'll just lay it. It's one. I just, just one and a half. Yeah, I'll lay the one and a half. All right, hey, I'll, I'm leaning Charlotte here. I just I'm not crazy about it. You're right, Max. Though it is the the return home. So <laughs> get ready to uh, lay a giant egg in Indiana. Panther, quick question for you. Uh, with with the way that the Nets uh, showed up yesterday against the Lakers, fuck you, Nets. Um, do you think that they would be happy to have a healthy Kyrie mm-hmm. Levert and a healthy Jarrett Allen on their team instead of one James Harden? You know, James Harden almost anywhere I don't like. So, yeah, I think <laughs> Brooklyn sacrificed their depth for this big three play, and it's just not playing. It's not panning out at all. Yeah, it's it's, it's brutal. Mm. That was an awful game to watch last night. Um, how about we talk about Jarrett Allen? I don't know if he's actually going to play tonight, but his Cleveland Cavaliers are uh, having some issues. This, this uh, Cavs team, as mentioned, Allen is listed as questionable tonight with non-COVID sickness. I do believe he's going to play. Uh, Laurie Markkinen, though, he's out. He's got a sprained ankle. Uh, he's... He, He's been key to that team's success, mostly because it's allowed Kevin Love to come off the bench. Uh, that second unit of Cleveland, uh, led by Love, has been really stellar this year. With Markin and out, it probably means that Love slides back into the starting position. So, I mean, we'll see how that goes. Um, I, I'm, I'm looking at this game, and it's just like, you know, what, what's up with Milwaukee, right? Uh, you know, Milwaukee, they're riding a three-game winning streak. Um, you look at that game against Memphis, like, man, this team is so fucking good. And then you are reminded of those losses to Atlanta and Toronto. And it's like, oh yeah, maybe they sleepwalk through this regular season again and end up winning the title. It's so frustrating about this Bucks team. Ask Panther. He, he knows, <laughs> he knows. Um, listen, they've still got 30 wins. They're you know, one game away from the top seed in the East. So, I mean, imagine if this team actually tried, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm definitely worried about the Cavs injuries, but I I'm finding a ton of value with them at home here. I probably should be taking the points, but uh, I'm not a smart man. $10 money line bet on the Cavs. Yeah, the, I think the thing with the three-game winning streak with the Bucks, A, they were home. B, they got Drew Holiday back. You know how I feel about hack, uh, having your point guard, your ball handler in the game. Um, but this game in particular – I'm with you here. There's there's a couple things wrong. One was the initial line. Two, it's getting better for Milwaukee. I'm seeing it go from four and a half to four and even three and a half in some books. And three, the four-letter network is giving Cleveland a 60% win probability. Hmm. Oh, what the hell's going on here? But I'm with you. Ten bucks. I want the points. I want the four and a half. Ten bucks on the Cavs. All right. Well, we have a kiss of death. We haven't had one of these in a long time. I really like Cleveland today. I <laughs> I think the money line is really in play for you, Max. I think that's a really good move. But I'll take the four and a half points here and put that 1%, that juicy, juicy 1%, 10 bucks on Cleveland. Nice, nice. I've been waiting for one of those. And it usually is Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland's one of those teams that we, we tend to KOD a lot. There you go. Uh, Phoenix at Utah. This is the last game mm-hmm. I am betting on the day. Utah, we know, is a very good team, but they have not been that unbeatable team at home like we've seen in past seasons. And in, in fact, they're going to be uh, missing a couple of their key players, right? Uh, Donovan Mitchell, he's out. Rudy Gobert, he's out. Uh, so you look at this line, and it's like, why isn't this a lot worse for Phoenix? <laughs> right? Um, 
Phoenix is dealing with some issues themselves, right? DeAndre Ayton, he's going to be out. JaVale McGee, he's out. Jay Crowder, he's out. Frank Comiskey, he's out. Dario Saric, he's out. If you're keeping count, that's five big men for the Suns that are out. That leaves Bismack Biombo as the only big man left on their roster. So uh, once again, expect a small ball lineup from the Suns team, which, I mean, works to their advantage. Um, hell, I mean, Biombo in this small ball lineup, uh, they handled the Jazz, what, was it two nights ago? So I, I think they do it again. I like the Suns on the road to win this one. $10 money line bet on Phoenix. Yeah, with so many big guys out, you got to start looking at the guards and who the best guards on the floor are. And easily, it's CP3 and Devin Booker, both the best players on the floor. Play for Phoenix. I, I, I'm not doing it, but some of the DJs might want to eyeball the uh, total here. 222.5 seems kind of high with so many key players out for both teams. I'm with Max again. My God, so much agreement. Uh, I'm going to lay the 3.5 and, and put 10 bucks on the Suns. Yeah, I'm going to lean the Suns here. Uh, just no kiss of death on this one. No chance. Uh, I have it close. Just a little too close to call. Uh, so I'll lean the Suns, but you guys are on your own. All right. Hey, Panther, what else you got? I've got two more. Let's take a look at Toronto coming down to the mainlands to play Chicago. Chicago's still broken. They're missing a lot of pieces. Lonzo's out. Vooch is day-to-day. Caruso is out for an extended period of time. They're just so banged up. And without having basically what I call the big four for this team, when they're out there, this team is as good as anybody. But when they don't have them all, they're very beatable, as you've seen with their close win against Oklahoma City. They're lost to Orlando. Uh, They've lost three of their last five this is a losable game here i'm really shocked at the five point line i'm seeing uh so i really like toronto in this spot i'm going to take the points put 10 bucks on the raptors i, I mean i it's got to be a typo or something it's like gotta that. Be. I'm, I'm confirming the, the minus 10 and a half like you know it's funny too is because when i was i was looking at it earlier i saw the minus 10 and a half and i was like i gotta throw all of my money on toronto here um yeah i'm agreeing with you man i i i, I have toronto winning this game uh, by a point, uh, I like how Toronto's been playing. Um, you know, as as of late, and and Chicago, they're they'll eventually get back, right? They, they'll get healthy, they'll get right, they'll be one of the best teams in the East once again. Uh, but on this given night, I, I kind of like Toronto. So some moral support with the Raptors. Yeah, leaning the Raptors here with you at the five points. That's the best I can get get for you. Five points. I'll take the five. One more game for me. Uh, I'm kind of like on my apology tour here for Memphis. I faded them a couple times, and it really hurt me. So Memphis going to San Antonio, one of Max's favorite teams to bet on or against or something like that. But, you know, Memphis, they they were really, really hot. Now they're just kind of hot and cold. Loss, win, loss, win, loss. On their fourth game now of an extended road trip, going to San Antonio after that beating 30 point beating of the missiles yesterday a back-to-back um but you know they're staying in the state of texas i just think memphis with their guard play their depth they just have too much talent to lose this game i think memphis can cover the four i'm gonna put 10 bucks on the grizzle i don't know what game you're talking about i didn't see this game on the board (laughs) who's this for earths i don't i don't remember um i listen i i again moral support here uh, i like memphis but i can't bet this fucking game i just uh, fucking san antonio I, I was going to money line the rockets yesterday guys and then i, I thankfully thankfully backed out of that um yeah i, I i'm not gonna touch this one I, I hope i hope memphis kicks the shit out of them 
you know, I got to be on the other side. I, I, this is a terrible move on my part, but I do have San Antonio keeping it close. I have them losing, but keeping it close. So I'm going to put 10 bucks on the Spurs just because I can't just make one play today. That's all I got. Is there anything else on the board? You like, Arch? Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> to the ice. All right. Hey, I got a couple of games. Let's see if Panther. Not, we didn't discuss this in the pre-show, so this would be interesting. Uh, San Antonio. Uh, I'm sorry, San Antonio. See, oh, I got the Spurs on the fucking brain. Oh, San Antonio. San Jose Sharks at the Washington Capitals. Uh, I faded the Capitals. What was it? Two nights ago against Golden Knights. Hit a plus line on on Vegas. Uh, now I'm going to try to get an even bigger payout by fading Washington once again. Capitals not been able to find consistency lately. Um, Maybe they can win against a Sharks team that has lost four or five games. I mean, they lost to the fucking Kraken. Have I mentioned that if you lose to the fucking Kraken, you should be kicked out of this league? Still, my numbers say that this game is much, much closer than this line indicates. Uh, I have Washington coming out with a win. Barely, though. Mm. So the value is definitely on San Jose here. $10 bet on the Sharks. Yeah, San Jose's lost four or five. They did lose to the Kraken in a close one, but they lost to the Rangers. Uh, they lost to Pittsburgh. They got bitch slapped by Tampa Bay uh, four nights ago. So they had four days rest to get ready for this game and travel all the way cross country. But neither team is playing all that well. I think I like Washington for the win at home, but the value, there's just so much value here on San Jose. Like there's not a, a two to one difference here. This is a game I'm not on, but I'll give you moral support on the Sharks. Yeah, I think Washington does win, but man, minus 200, that's a, that, it's a little too high. So It's a lot too high to me. <laughs> is it 66% right for yeah. minus 200? Yeah, yeah, like 60% for Washington, something like that, 6 out of 10? I, I, yeah, I mean, I have them less. Like okay. I have them about 55% of, of the time winning this game. Okay. So, I mean, that's, that's a huge difference. Uh, next one up, last one up for me. Another kind of value play, and it's, it's an interesting one. Let's go Ducks. Uh, no, I'm going to go Boston Bruins heading oh. to Colorado. Uh, Al- Avalanche have one. Oh, sorry, they have one loss since January second. <laughs> that that was an overtime loss to the Predators on January 11th. Uh, that means they are 12 and one in the month of January. Colorado also 18 two and one at home this season. You got to remember, this team started off pretty slow, and now they are poised to make a Stanley Cup uh, run. As for Boston, yeah, listen, I mean, they're pretty good themselves, uh, but they still have a ways to go. If they're, they're looking way up in the standings, Florida, Tampa Bay, just kind of like waving down, saying, hi, how's it going in the Atlantic? But I mean, I, I like how Boston's playing, especially on the road. Um, and looking at their advanced metrics, too, as I, as I do from time to time, their offense should be producing more goals. They get really good quality shots on goal, so I think their offense is going to pick up uh, in the coming weeks. So this is going to be a very dangerous team. Um, there's no question that Colorado is the team to beat. They are a beast. But this line seems way too big for me. I think this is a much closer game. So once again, $10 value bet on the Bruins. Yeah, I'm finding value here as well, but I find it on the other side. I think if you get Colorado under minus 200 almost in any game, particularly at home, I want to jump on it. This is a team that's averaging over four goals per game for the season, uh, which is in hockey, that's just incredible. Uh, They're on this red hot winning streak, and not only are they scoring, but their defense and the goaltending has been very elite. 
the Bruins have been some uh, prone to some defensive laps. They gave up five to Anaheim. They gave up seven to Carolina, both those games at home. Um, I, I just think I really like the avalanche here. Uh, so I'm going to put 10. Well, actually, I need to bump it up to 20 bucks because that line. So 20 bucks on the ass. Mm. Yeah, I do think Colorado wins, you know, shock, shock. But yeah, minus 175, a little, little, uh, little too much juice there. I would be leaning Boston in this one. All right, Panther, you got one more, right? One more, and Arch is coming with me. Those Anaheim Ducks are going to Toronto, God. and, uh, you know, Toronto's they're, they're just mediocre. Like, win one, lose one, win one, lose one. They're, according to that, they're due to lose one. Um, but Anaheim, they're, they've won two in a row against really good competition. Beat Tampa Bay, beat Boston. They, they've lost 2 nothing to Colorado. I mean, there's no crime in that. But are you telling me they're 3-1 to one against Toronto, minus 290? That's just way, way too much. So if there's a value play out there, this is the one. Ten bucks on the Ducks. This was almost the third game I bet on the day. Totally, totally agree here. Uh, tons of value here. I, listen, I have Toronto winning this game about 61% of the time. At right now, you're asking for what, 74 Close to seventy four percent. Minus two eighty, the best. Yeah, yeah, seventy four, yeah. seventy three. Yeah. You know, it's like you, you can't. No fucking way that they can. Uh, if if I'm looking at this too, it seems like the public is all over Toronto, but uh, the sharp money is starting to hit Anaheim. So jump on it now if you want to get this two thirty five or the bigger line for Anaheim. You might see that start to drop in some books as the money is uh, trying to get cash a, a lottery ticket with us. So. Uh, more support lean on the Anaheim Ducks. Yeah, I think you nailed it, man. I think that is the value play of the day. I think Washington and Colorado have better chances to win tonight than Toronto does. So I think you're all over it. I think you nailed it. I never get that. Just everybody record that. Like, that Arch actually said something it's, nice about it's a, po- it's a podcast. This is recorded mm-hmm. banter. Do you think you're just well, talking into like a void? <laughs> I'm just talk- I'm talking to my DJs. Like, hey, just note just note this date. Arch said something nice. That's it. I'm done. All right, we got a few comments here. Let them in. Big Daddy says Sosa. <laughs> Fuck that sock. <laughs> Stats and athletes say it all. Not the guy writing. Thank you. Uh, right. Dr. Don't Pass asked what the best sports book out there for future betting was. I asked him what state is he in, but you know, I never got a response. So go to Pinnacle. Just move out of the United States and go to Pinnacle. <laughs> uh, Iceberg. This is the chicken shit play of the day. Blackhawks plus one and a half. Oh, let me check this out. Let's see, see the Blackhawks game. Um, oh, yeah. Black, Blackhawks probably win this one. That's a 50-50 game right there. I think yeah, minus, minus 120 tells you they expect it to be close. Well, that's yeah, why it's the chicken uh, shit play of the day. I, I, I like it. No, I yeah. think that's good. Good play. Oh, LOL. Uh, I like Washington at home. Money line bet. Mm-hmm. Okay, right, here we go. Fading me. All All right. Right. I'll take that Boston. I like it a lot. Okay, cool. There you go. All, right. There you go. All right. Some agreement. Some oh, another voice. chicken shit play. Anaheim <laughs> plus one and a half. <laughs> uh, good one. Yeah, we know we, we, know we like that one. And, uh, yeah, he actually might blackout. still be able to get a plus line with that one. Yeah. Yeah. All righty, so we talked about the uh, Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Bud Selig, still talking about you, you fucking asshole. And we talked about basketball and hockey, Max. That is it. That is it. Download the DGENs app for Android or iOS and listen to anything with our picture. Because anyone's picks over on Twitter, at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, please highest rate and comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. Yesterday wasn't so good. Not, not, not none of my bets, really. So obviously the parlay didn't hit. So we'll try that again today with this parlay. We'll take the KOD Cleveland Cavaliers with us. Tag that up with the Charlotte Hornets and the Toronto. What are they? Maple Leafs, Blue Jays. Oh, Raptors. The Raptors. That's the one. Uh, put those three together. 
That will be your Panther Parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook, mostly on Twitter. Give us a shout out by name. We will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.